Welcome to See Uncovered, a place where you'll find the stories of proven entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Ashley Henschel. So welcome to See Uncovered. Today we are speaking with John Lee Dumas, founder and host of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Thank you for joining us. I'm pretty fired up to be here. So thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to the conversation. We're going to have drop some value. I want to start. Can you share a little bit about who you are? Maybe give a gist of your background. Yeah. I grew up in Maine, went to college on an army scholarship, did eight years as an officer in the U.S. Army, tried law school, corporate finance, commercial real estate, nothing worked. At 32 years old, I thought my life was over. Not like actually, but just figuratively. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start listening to podcasts. And I listened to podcasts. I fell in love with the platform. And I said, you know what? There's something that's missing here. There's no daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. Let me be the first. So I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire. And that was 3,000 episodes ago. That was over a decade of creating podcasts ago. That was over 100 million total listens ago. And I'm still going strong. How did you go about starting a podcast? I hired a coach. There was this fantastic podcast host. Her name was Jamie Masters, and she was running a successful business podcast, which I wanted to be have, have yeah. which was a successful business podcast. And I hired her. I paid her good money, and I said, teach me everything you know. She did. I launched a podcast. It was really that simple. How long did it take for you to get the ground running once you had the idea? Three months, like three months behind the scenes, really figuring things out. I don't think it should take people that long these days because there's so much more information out there readily available, Um, but it took me three months. What would you say was the thing that grew your podcast into what it is now? You know, I think it was continuing to just fill a void in the marketplace. Like there wasn't a daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. So the day that I launched Entrepreneurs on Fire, it was the best daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. It was also the worst daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. It was the only daily podcast interviewing entrepreneurs. And when you can become the only of something, especially when people want that thing, you win. That is very true. And how did you go about getting people to be on the podcast with such world-renowned names like Gary Vaynerchuk and Barbara Corcan? Um, For those who don't know, what tactics did you use? Back then it was just frankly easier because there just wasn't that many podcasts. So it was still kind of like, you know, a rare thing to be asked to be a guest on a podcast. So it's kind of like, oh, okay, like maybe I'll try that thing once. Um, So I just did that. You know, I waited strategically until those individuals were about to launch something like a book or a product or a course. And then I said, okay, I know these people are now in promo mode. So now that they're in promotion mode, let's get them on the show. And I would reach out strategically let them know a little bit about my show, about my audience. And then I'd say, I'd love to have you on. I think you'd be a perfect fit. Let's make it happen. And sometimes they said no. Sometimes they said yes. And do you reach out to people daily as you need more content and people being on the podcast? How often are you trying to get people on? I used to have to reach out to people daily. That was the beginning parts of the podcast. Then I did reach a tipping point where I would have people starting to reach out to me. And then now as you and I are talking, you know, almost 10 years later, 
I have over 400 applications of people wanting to be on the podcast every single month. So 400 spots for at most 30 spots. So now it's just going through the people that want to be on and figuring out who the right fit is. Mm -hmm. And it took, a t it took time to get there. But yeah. yeah, at first I had to just hustle, get out there, find people that have been on other shows that were featured in entrepreneurial business magazines. Maybe they were speaking at conferences mm -hmm. and I would ask them, they'd say yes or no. And I would just keep asking. What is the main target audience for the podcast? Really entrepreneurs who are looking to get started. So not people that are like two, three, four years into their entrepreneurial journey. Like they need more specific tactics and strategies to what they're creating. But for somebody that's like, you know what, I'm currently not liking what I'm doing, but I want to maybe shift into something that I'm more passionate about. Entrepreneurs on a fire is for that person. So I saw that you are an author. What inspired you to write a book? Honestly, it was the fact that I had interviewed over 3,000 of the world's most successful entrepreneurs, and I had learned so much from them. It had just downloaded into my brain their genius into my brain, and of course, all of my listeners as well, whoever wanted to listen to that many podcasts. And I said, it is time for me now to take their genius, their knowledge, their experience, and distill it down into not thousands of hours of audio, but into a book. Mm -hmm. a 17-step roadmap to financial freedom and fulfillment. And that's where I came up with the idea to launch The Common Path to Uncommon Success. And that book is exactly what it pr promises to be. It shows you step-by-step -step how to follow a very common path to your version of uncommon success, how to find your version of financial freedom and fulfillment. Did you share one of your favorite tips from the book? I mean, my favorite tip from that book, if I could just sum it up in one sentence, would be a quote by Albert Einstein, which is, try not to become a person of success, but rather a person of value. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where so many people mess up and struggle is they try to chase success, but they're not doing anything of value. Step one, you need to become a person of value. That's great advice. I wanted to ask you, um, in, for someone who wanted to get into starting a podcast, um, a young entrepreneur, what advice would you have for them to go about it? Don't just see what's working for other people and say, I'm going to become a pale, weak imitation of podcaster A, B, or C. Sit down and say, what's missing in this world? What is currently a void in the podcasting space. Mm -hmm. How can I become the number one solution to a real problem that I can give to my listeners? And when you come up with something that fits those parameters, launch a podcast in that micro niche and you actually have a chance on winning. I know podcast industry is really up and coming and a lot of people are now getting into it. For someone who has been in it, what has been the change you've seen in the podcast industry? Going from very broad and very vague, just like I was when I started, just interviewing entrepreneurs, to now having to be micro niche. Like my podcast does not succeed if I launch it in 2021. It just doesn't. There's too much competition out there for a vague, broad interviewing entrepreneurs podcast. 
my podcast still wins in this area because I had the first movers advantage and I built such a massive audience and name and influence around it. But in 2021, it's going to be micro niche. You've got to go and be unbelievably specific and be solving one real problem better than anybody else. Who was the most memorable conversation or person you've had on your podcast that's meant to most to you? Say Aaron Walker was a guest who came on and shared a quote that is, how do you go from being successful to being significant? And it was really something that, that I was thinking about at the time. I just didn't know I was thinking about it. And the way that he put it into words was really powerful. Where could we find all the podcasts um, that you have done for our viewers who are listening in? EOFire.com. EOFire.com. That's where all the magic happens. You can listen to the podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And of course, the book, The Common Path to Uncommon Success is available at any and all bookstores. So I wanted to move into advice. I know you have a team. Um, how, what leadership style do you use to help boost morale within your team? I think the best way that I boost morale within my, within my team is to give my team members guidance on what I want them to accomplish and then completely step back and give them 100% control, not micromanaging, not overlooking every step that they do, but giving them power and control to accomplish my my um, desires and my wishes and my hopes on their own ideas, on their own timeline, on their own um, plan of action. And giving people that kind of power really empowers them to say, you know what, how can I make this project my own? Take ownership of this. And it really just provides an overall better working environment and result. What do you look for for hiring for your team? Um, really people that are enthusiastic and that's really just one thing that's so important. There's a great article written by Kevin Kelly. And in one of those, um, one of the points he makes in that article is enthusiasm is worth 25 IQ points. And I love that because enthusiasm can make up for so much. Like if you're just positive, optimistic, enthusiastic, that's the people that I want to hang around with. And you know what? You can always learn the skills, but it's really hard to learn enthusiasm. If you could give a piece of advice to a teenage or college version of yourself, what would you tell them today? I would say, listen, become the number one solution to one real problem in this world. If you can do that, become the number one solution to a real problem, people will beat a path to the doorstep for your number one solution to their problem. And if you can't, they won't. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you, what are you actively working on today? My new podcast, Mm -hmm. NFTs on fire, because I'm pretty obsessed in the new world of NFTs, I will say. That's very, I've never heard of anyone doing a podcast on NFTs. So again, you're the first person. (laughs) (laughs) You're ahead of the game. Thank you, John, for joining us and learning a little bit about who you are. Thanks for listening to See Uncovered. You can check out more at www.createeveryopportunity.org. Thanks again.